Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another InvestWonder podcast episode. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So before we get started with today's episode, just want to remind everyone, again, that if you're interested in partnering on investing in real estate in San Antonio, Texas, uh, I'm always looking for partners. And the best way to get started is to head over to sastexascapital.com. And there you can sign up for uh, any of our free resources. You can download our ebook on uh, real estate investing. You can also sign up for our newsletter. And either way, as long as you sign up for one of those resources, we'll get you onto our email list and we will notify you when new opportunities become available. And as always, if you have any questions you want to reach out directly, you can email me uh, Simon at sastexascapital.com. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about analysis paralysis and how that is one of the number one dangers to real estate investors, especially if you're starting out. Um, so, you know, analysis paralysis really is just, it's the act of overanalyzing, over-researching um, a potential, uh, you can even call it a potential business venture, right? Because uh, real estate investing, I, I think is really, it really is a business venture. Uh, you really need to think of it in terms of, of a business and set it up like a business. Uh, I know for a lot of people, they think that it's just a matter of buying a house and putting someone into that house and have them pay rent. And that's all there is to it, but it really isn't. Um, when you really break down all the steps involved and all the things that you have to do, uh, you really need to set it up as a business. Think of it as a business. So from that perspective, you know, we're going to talk about analysis paralysis, what causes it, and then what are some things that you can do uh, to overcome it. So, you know, I think we've all heard the, the, the saying, ready, aim, fire. So analysis paralysis really becomes ready aim, 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 and you never actually take a shot, right? So I would, I would say this right here, analysis paralysis, along with the fear of failure and anxiety that goes along with what we've talked about in terms of not being able to take action. Um, that's the main reason I think that many uh, people who are, you know, brilliant um, in, in every facet of life and, and have high potential actually never end up starting, uh, getting started in real estate uh, investing or in any kind of a business uh, or in building a life that they want. So it's difficult for people to, to commit to a, a real estate venture, to a business and to push onward um, for a number of reasons. And we're gonna talk about some of those reasons now. And th the first one is, I think the, the opportunities are really endless um, there's so many businesses and if you, if we're going to focus on real estate, when you think about it, there's so many properties 
There's so many different investing strategies. There's so much information available that it's so easy for you to just uh, go down different rabbit holes and, and never really actually ever learn anything that's practical. And then when you're researching um, and you come across so much different information, how do you know what's best for you? And, and there's always a thought that, well, you know, the grass is going to be greener on the other side uh, if, if I continue to research. And, and so you, you start off down that and, and you end up falling into that rabbit hole where you just keep researching and researching and researching and never doing anything. So the, the resources that are available for you to research and to analyze are basically endless. You know, the internet is amazing, uh, but it can definitely be a, a source of information overload. You can find and read amazing content forever and ever on any topic, any question that you could ever consider asking. You know, so I'm myself personally, I'm addicted to, to Google. I get curious about something and I'll start searching. I'm in a, if I'm in a conversation with someone, I'll start searching, you know, based on what our conversation is. You know, I may be laying in bed at night and I'll start, you know, searching some random topic. And the next thing I know, you know, 30, 45 minutes later, I'm learning about ancient you know, Chinese martial arts, right? So the, the thing is that the internet is a, is a great resource, uh, but, you know, podcasts like this one, books, online courses, uh, there's just tons of things that can really produce an overabundance of resources to analyze. So the third reason or third thing is, you know, after you have an initial high of getting started, you know, like say, for instance, in real estate investing, you submitted an offer and that's, you know, you, when you submit your first offer on a property, that's, that's exciting, you know, regardless of whether it's accepted or not, you've taken action. But, you know, after you get over that initial high, you know, everything's kind of fun. You're still learning, uh, you're learning quickly, but then you realize that there is a, a long and slow period where things happen really, really slowly. And it just takes a while to gain momentum. Maybe you submitted that offer and it came back rejected. Um, so then you have to you know, consider uh, a counter offer or do you just move on to the next property and who knows how long it may take you to find you know, another property that you're willing to, uh, to put in an offer on. So you'll feel like you know, the first six months, a year, maybe even longer, that you don't really have a whole lot of momentum and it just takes a while for things to really get going. The next reason, I think this is really, it's, it's kind of a big one for, for people, for, for people that um, value others' opinion uh, because you're going to seek validation from people, but you have to be careful you're not seeking validation from the wrong people. Now, my advice to you is to always, always take advice from everyone but make sure that it applies and resonates with you and that it aligns with what your mission is and with what your goals are. You know, getting started in real estate or in any business really is, is probably exactly the opposite of what 99.9% .9 of people do. And they'll tell you that and it'll be uncomfortable. It, it won't be fun. It can even get scary. It goes against everything that you probably learned in school uh, about fitting in and following directions and complying. You know, we've all been we've all been taught, you know, go do really well at school, uh, get into a really good college so you can get a really good job, 
paying you to do exactly as someone else tells you to do. And when you go against that, it's uncomfortable. So I'm sure that there's probably many, many more reasons why people will overanalyze, um, you know, getting into uh, real estate, starting a business, you know, whatever the case is. But what are some things that can that we can do to combat this, you know, analysis paralysis and make something happen? So I would say that number one, um, you have to understand that the resources that are available are broadly applicable and you don't have to apply them to everything that you're doing. A lot of things that you'll read and hear are, I don't wanna say that they're worthless, but they'll be forgotten in a few days. And you, you, you can read all the books, you can listen to all the podcasts about how to do something, you know, how to invest in real estate, how to get started investing in real estate, how to start a business, but without actually having a project in the works, it's almost impossible to get the most out of it and actually apply what you're learning. So you can read on the internet about Chinese martial arts and you can listen to a podcast about Chinese martial arts. You can read blogs about Chinese martial arts and you can watch you know, videos on YouTube about Chinese, Chinese martial arts. But if you don't get out there and actually apply what you're learning and actually get into a dojo, you will never actually learn Chinese martial arts. And real estate investing and business are exactly the same. You must understand that time and not money is your most valuable asset every day. So if you're, if you're wasting a reasonable amount of your time just doing research, you could view that as a, as a lost earning potential. The, the opportunity cost of spending all that time uh, just doing research, that opportunity cost can become you know, massive over time. So if you don't if you don't get started now, you're wasting time. I, you know I think back to what the, the the Chinese proverb says. You know when's when is the best time to plant a tree? Twenty years ago is the best time to plant a tree, but when is the second best time to plant a tree? And that second best time is now, right? So another thing that you can do is just is, is simply realize that you know as you as you get started investing in real estate. You know, you can do a market analysis. Um, you can understand, um, you know, what, what the risks are. Um, but you also need to understand that you operate in a market that is large and there's going to be other competitors, other investors out there. But that's actually, you know, a good thing because, you know, there's people that you can learn from that are out there doing this already, that are doing, that are, they're in a place that you want to get to. So, you know, learning from competitors is, it, it, it's not a bad thing. It's another way to learn and actually apply what you're learning. It's not a bad thing to carve out a little piece of a bigger pie and build a successful real estate investing uh, business. So maybe you focus, you know, in the early going, maybe you focus on a particular zip code uh, or neighborhood or part of town and you become really good at knowing that particular market, you become the person that uh, people know. Like, hey, this this person invests in this area. So if I find a deal, I know I can go to him and I can, uh, you know, potentially, uh, you know, show him a deal and, and maybe partner on something, or maybe he'll buy the deal. But when you become that person that people know, those types of deals find their way to you.
Another thing too that you have to realize is you don't have to take every single step to get started. So, you know, I mentioned earlier that you need to, you need to run your real estate business like a business. And, and, but that doesn't mean that in order to get started, that you have to have a business location, a logo, a website, um, you know, business cards. You don't have to have equipment. You don't, you don't have to have an LLC. You don't have to have all those things to get started and that's fine, but you have to take action and you have to get started. And as you, as you gain momentum and as you gain experience and as you gain traction, then you can get started, you know, building these other uh, necessities or tools um, such as websites and, you know, logos and business cards. And then you can really start to build a brand, you know, as a real estate investor or as a business owner. Another thing is that you have to understand that value and money aren't always equal. And successful entrepreneurs are really good at understanding value. They're good at seeing beyond just the bank account. And this is you know, critical, especially in the early days. There, as an entrepreneur, you need to be really good at seeing beyond the bank account uh, when devoting your energy and your time and resources into building something that will be worth something in the future. And in particular, real estate investing is not a, it's not a get rich quick type of business. And I would, I would actually say that if anything is a get rich quick type of business, it may not be the type of business that you want to build, you know, over the long term. but real estate is a, uh, get wealthy, slow kind of business. So you're not going to see the immediate deposits into your bank account. You know, real estate, your equity bills over time. And yes, you do want to have cash flowing properties, but the majority of your wealth from real estate comes in the equity that your properties build up over time. You have to understand that in the early days, you're not going to see huge deposits into your bank account. And it will take some of your energy, it will take some of your time, and it will take some of your resources into building something that will be worth something in the future. And I, I, I caution people about this all the time, because if you're really focused on money in the near term, you're probably going to get discouraged and you're probably going to give up. So take on the value mindset. It's all about building something that has value later and recognizing that value is a really important thing, more important than instant gratification. The other thing I would tell you is, um, in particular in real estate investing, it's okay to find a partner. And I think I touched on this earlier uh, a few minutes ago, but when you find a partner who has experience, um, you reduce your risk as, as, a, as a newbie, as an as a up and coming real estate investor, as a new real estate investor, um, it's it's okay to partner. Maybe you can. Maybe you're good at finding deals, or maybe you have uh, capital. Um, those are things that real estate investors find valuable. Find someone to partner with on your first deal. Reduce some of that initial risk, especially as you're learning. But again, the key is to take action. And if you take action, and even if that action is finding a partner, you're going to be learning, and you're going to be able to apply all those things that you've been reading about, all those things that you've been hearing about on podcasts and all those things you've been reading about in blogs, you'll be able to apply those and get firsthand knowledge um, on a particular investment that you're able to partner. Now, even after you've taken action, say you're starting to put offers out there, 
Maybe you have an maybe you have a property under contract. Maybe you've closed on a property. Maybe you're managing your first real estate project. That does not mean that you get to stop consuming content. Continue to consume material, but spend your time applying it. The real value from you know the self-help material that you will find on you know on this podcast or any book that you might read comes from spending time thinking about it and how to apply it to your own experience. This podcast, you know, the, the topics and the things I'm talking about are general. You know, I, I can't get super specific on one given situation. Nobody's situation is the same and no self-help book is going to be written for you and exactly your situation. You know, this podcast and, and books, they're really meant for you to think about the overall concepts and how to pass on, you know, pass on the stuff that doesn't apply to you and your situations, but get serious about the stuff that you can apply to your situation and into your life and into your business. So the next point is when you do launch and you are taking action, time now to start setting goals and set goals with a timestamp attached to them. Set date goals with something measurable that you can look at and have a measuring stick to see if you're succeeding um, and if you're on the path that you want to be on. And if you're working towards something that's worth going for or if you need to close down shop and move on to something else, but you won't know that unless you have meaningful goals with some sort of way of measuring those. So for a beginning real estate investor, um, you know, I always like to back into my goals. So if, if you want to do uh, two deals this year and you know that it takes 10 offers to do a deal, then your, your goal needs to be to make at least 20 offers this year so that you can find the two deals you know, to meet those goals. But those are the types, types of things that you need to think about. And you have to have goals. Once you start taking action, the only way that you can monitor progress and make sure that you're on the right path is to set goals for yourself, make them difficult, but attainable and measurable. And again, like I mentioned earlier, if it's working, then get serious about buckling down and working on something that's going to take a long time to develop and it's not going to be fun all the time. You're not going to get paid right away. Investing in, in real estate, investing in a business, it's a three to five year plan at minimum to re really build a successful business and to power through you know, any dips that you have. You know, when, you have a, when you have a real estate business, when you have any kind of, a, uh, any kind of business, you're going you're gonna to go through ups and downs, through valleys and peaks. And you have to keep keep working towards reaching that light at the end of the tunnel. Look at it, look at it as if it's an adventure. And you might have a business idea, um, you know, take a shot. Instead of ready, aim, 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 it's ready, aim, fire. And sometimes you may have to take a lot of shots. You know, real estate investing is not about, it's not about instant gratification. Um, it, it may take, it may take dozens and dozens of offers before you get something um, that is uh, that is under contract, and even then, if it's under contract, you may have it fall out of contract uh, and not be able to close on it for any number of reasons. So, you know, it could take some time and a considerable considerable amount of effort before you're able to actually uh, get something under contract and close on it.
So you're going to have to take a lot of shots. The, the key is, again, take action. In the beginning, you don't have to take on a lot of risk. You don't need to spend a lot of money uh, buying a lot of resources or tools, websites, and things of that nature. Do some analysis, listen to podcasts, read some books, then get out there. Ready, aim, fire, and then fire some more, and then fire again. And if you do this in a low-risk way, you get out there and you start taking some shots, you'll get some momentum, and you'll get things going, and then you, you'll be great. So, as always, thank you so much for listening, and just do me a favor. If you appreciate this content, if you learned something here today, I could really use a review uh, on the podcast app of your choice. Please leave me a written review and a rating. Just goes a tremendous way to continue to grow the show and to attract the type of content that you as a listener both want to and need to listen to. And share with a friend that you think might, might like this, uh, this type of content. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, my email directly is simon at sastexascapital.com. So thanks again for listening to this episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. We will talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.